and welcome to another episode of the Pints and Pastimes podcast with me, Mahangot Bruce. Yet again, I'll be joined by Toby Keane. Hello. And Max Fitzgerald. Why am I always second? I know. I'll change it around next week. On today's episode, we'll be looking back at both the Champions and Europa League finals, Dillian White's shocking loss to Alexander Povetkin, as well as introducing our new section of unpopular opinions. But first, let's start with the Champions League final. So, first up, Champions League final. Uh, as I say, in the last uh, episode, we discussed our predictions for it. Um, some think, horribly wrong. I mean, uh, I think... Toby King. Some horribly think, contradictory. Very I contradictory, think. but I think PSG by Munich is probably what we... I mean, I thought Man City might have done a bit better than they did, obviously. Yeah. But I think PSG by Munich is kind of what we expected uh, to see. Definitely. Yeah, without and, the brackets, it's You know, out. if you look at those two sides in terms of the players they've got, that is, you know, they are the two of the top That's teams Europe's in Europe. Finest. Um, yeah. Bayern Munich, obviously. So PSG had their fairly easy route to the final. Bayern Munich thrashing Barcelona, as no one would have predicted. Uh, 8-2 in the end. It made it made Tottenham's seven two loss that went to feel a little bit sweeter. You know? And Chelsea's yeah. was it a three three nil and a four one? Yeah, across two games that is incredible yeah. results. Incredible Chelsea. results. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lyon uh, obviously only lost three nil, which somehow yeah. losing three nil now is that, a quality performance against. I, th- I think it puts into the Barcelona game puts into perspective how ridiculous they are as a team. Yeah. Yeah, and that machine Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Yeah, oh, I mean, was he the top goal scorer in every competition he played? Yeah, yeah. And played. I think, I think the Champions League final. That was the f- that was the first, first game he game hadn't in... scored in in the Champions yeah. League this season. Yeah. Uh, aside from the one yes. he didn't play in, uh, so he it's scored. Obviously, going to win the Ballon d'Or, yeah. right? No, uh, no, it's been cancelled. There's been a whole. There's no. They said this is a petition going to get it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know why it's been cancelled. But yeah, he would have probably broken... So the current record Champions League goals is 17 with Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Uh, obviously, he got 15 Lewandowski in the end, but that's with playing... Three uh, games, two Yeah, so he missed one game earlier on, but then he missed, obviously, the uh, quarterfinals and semifinals were both one leg. So that's so, two games where, you know, yeah, based on the fact that they yeah. beat uh, Barcelona the 8-2, the they probably would have got quite a few goals in that the second leg. That makes you think, though, because I don't remember Real Madrid ever winning games by eight goals. How no, well Ronaldo, Ronaldo did was just their 17. only scorer, I guess. Um, yeah. There's so many players on Bayern Munich. So obviously Bayern Munich, as we'll get to, they beat PSG 1-0 on the night. Uh, there's just a number of individual performances across the pitch. Uh, one person I think probably had the most standout game for me was Manuel Neuer. Um, yes. Unbelievable. So I was... Man of the match. I mean, I wasn't uh, fully engaged as a game I would have liked to be, but it felt like every time I looked up, it just seemed Neymar and Mbappe were running at the Bayern Munich defence uh, and just nothing ever came of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, that wasn't always thanks to Neuer. It wasn't always thanks to Neuer. It was a lot of their... Uh, miss. That was yeah. awful. Yeah. No, I agree. I think Neuer had... Game of real captain. Yeah. He, um, he did it... Was he their captain seven years ago when they won he it? Was, uh, no, um, I think they would have had Philip Lahm back then. Oh, yeah, it would have been. Uh, but they've had a, but I mean, a number of their team are still there. Their core has still gone all still, the way through. And now they've got the youngsters. Yeah, so they've essentially replaced players like Ruben and Ribery with Nabry and Coutinho <laughs> or whoever and they want to play. And Kingsley Coman, yeah. No, I, their squad is unreal. And the fact next year they're adding Leroy Sané to that attack is only, scary. Neuer is only 34. He's yeah, like keepers, prime age for he, he could go for another five, six years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Buffon's anything to go by, he's got another decade. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, and also got more Champions Leagues already. But um, yeah. So, yeah, you've mentioned Kingsley Coman. Obviously, he got the winning goal. Uh, and what was the stat you were saying before the episode, Toby? That is his 20th major title in 24 years of age. 
I said that stupidly. He's 24 years old and he's already got 20 titles. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's right to say he's never not won I the league. I think he's probably won more league titles than seasons he's played. Because I know one year he got a title for both Juventus and PSG or yeah. something like that. That's um, something. He scored the winning goal against his old club. His boy in the club. <laughs> so yeah. that is... Strange game for him. Uh, and he played quite one, well, though. Did uh, well. In the Bayern Munich attack. Coutinho, we mentioned. Uh, yeah, but obviously... That was just a weird... Straight money in Liverpool's weird, pocket. Yeah, and, uh, Liverpool can't turn that down. Five million <laughs> yeah. for them helping knock out Barcelona. Him help knock out Barcelona, then win it with a different team. Like, you, you, you <laughs> go to Barcelona to win trophies. It's what he's done. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they put him out on loan, but uh, he went to Barcelona and, and he won, won trophies. He's won the domestic treble. Uh, he's won... Did they win the domestic double and the Champions League? Yeah, yeah, they did. That is... Yeah, unbelievable, that squad. Um, so, getting back to the actual game as a whole, I think... We kind of expected a lot of the game. Uh, you've got PSG, who everyone knows is a super attacking talent with you know Neymar and Mbappe. Uh, I don't. I assume Cavani's already moved on, uh, so he wasn't featuring. Cavani's just uh, a yeah. It was but, Di Maria. Um, was the other yeah, Di Maria. Di Maria played all right, but yeah. you expect those players to have all this attacking talent. By Munich, we expect to score hundreds of goals, and I think. I mean, I think it's fair to say it was a disappointing match, yeah, really. It was, uh, well, especially because you, you kind of hear, like, Bayern Munich, they play such a high line in defence to win possession back straight away. Like, it's if they've, they're in possession, they have no one other than Neuer in their half. Mm. And that is perfect for the likes of Di Maria, Mbappe, Neymar, who are so fast. And, well, I mean, they got through a few times, but like you said yeah, earlier, think, Neuer I, just... I think you've also got to give credit you to shall not pass. You know, Bayern Munich's defence. It did feel like every time... You got Mbappe. He was kind of, you know, you're like, oh, he's through on. But then suddenly, there's a whole defense in front of him. Yeah, that yeah. just seemed to appear out of nowhere every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mbappe um, and Neymar both just they they got kept they quiet. They didn't show up. Um, yeah. But I think obviously PSG, having spent all this money, we've expected them yeah. to win a Champions League by now. And I think it was kind of relieving to see them there finally. I mean, I know a lot of people will hate them, which is fair enough. But I, mean, yeah, no, I, is, I, I like you know, to see them there because they have got an exciting team. Yeah, you, like, they've it's got one of those that's... things. It's one of those things. If you spend that much, it's disappointed if you don't win. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh you no, know, they like, will be disappointed. Me, they're, they're... Yeah, but I mean, like as 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 just a football fan, it's Especially just like you're spending that much money. You you kind of have to win. It's like City with City coming high mm. in the league. If it, like people go, oh, you know, I reckon City will do well this year. So are they? Shock. They should do. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, if they don't, that's that's really yeah. bad on on I don't know Pep. Yeah. Well, no, P- PSG's their their spend is something ridiculous, and then Bayern Munich's. I think uh, their yeah, like the, first eleven uh, adds up to less than a hundred million. Yeah, they're a bit fishy with their but, buys, aren't no, they? No, yeah, I was saying it the other day that they they kind of pressure players that they want because they know they are by far the best team in Germany. Mm. Any team in the German league, any player in the German leagues wants to play for them. Yeah. He'll Bayern Munich will approach and be like, "Let your contract run out. We'll get you nice and cheap. Everyone's happy." Yeah. And then that happens. Then everyone else in the Bundesliga hates them. Mm. Yeah. But um, what else were we going to get to? Uh, so I think yeah, we're talking about PSG. Uh, they've obviously got a load of players moving on now. So Cavani, as I say, has moved on. Uh, Thiago Silva is now basically being confirmed that he's going to go to Chelsea. Wait. Um, but I think this probably was PSG. I mean, I don't think they were ever going to overcome Bayern Munich. They're too good. But was this their best? Chance? I think this might. This could have been their best chance to finally yeah. win a trophy. You know, yeah. how, I mean, I know Neymar. How that feels. You could see. <laughs> you could see Neymar after the match, though. He looked it really upset. Pieces. Looked devastated. But you know, we always constantly hear that he doesn't want to be at PSG. So it's yeah. it's very confusing. Was to, it sincere? Yeah, exactly. Was it more he's upset he didn't win? He didn't win, or PSG didn't yeah. win. Um, I don't know. I think you've got to give him benefit of the doubt. He's, I mean, he's won a Champions League before, hasn't he? He won one with, yeah, uh, he won one with Barcelona, Barcelona when he was part of the MSN. Yeah. What um, do you think of PSG as a club? Um, 
What do you, what do you want to say? There, there, obviously, there is the the theory of corruption. I'm not going to say whether it is there or isn't because we literally can't say for 100%. But I do enjoy watching them. And, you know, football's entertainment. They are... But would you ever root for a PSG to win? Well, like, uh, if they I... were against Tottenham, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you see um, that the, the French police had to make over 140 arrests after PSG loss? Because really? there was In fans Paris. were setting, setting cars alight, smashing yeah, shop windows. They get, they've got quite some bad ultras Yeah. PSG. Which yeah. is weird. You wouldn't PSG kind of associate like it's hard to like as well, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but you just wouldn't have thought of the club having that sort of fans. But I mean, it was, yeah. they're an old club, really. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, like you were saying, I, I don't know if um, losing these players have they got the the kind of infrastructure behind it that they've got the replacements like well, Marquinhos is just playing chuck now. The money out. Well, yeah, yeah, but like I think all clubs are now starting to realise if you can get in some good young players early, it works out a lot better. And I think they of have got this stuff is coming like that. from a Chelsea fan. No, no, but all they have got stuff like that. Youth. So I think <laughs> I think next year they need a centre back to replace Thiago Silva. They've got uh, is it Icardi is the striker that yeah. can replace Cavani. Like they've they've got a good enough team that I think next year you can't say they shouldn't be getting to the final again. Obviously, there's other teams that should also be, but I think they've got a good enough team to. Yeah, mm, fair enough. Um, so we'll move on to the Europa League in a minute, just before we get there. Uh, are Bayern Munich the team to beat next season? Yeah. I mean, yes. they, all they can do is improve. Yeah, <sighs> they aren't... I don't think that, other than Coutinho, who wasn't that, you know, instrumental. No, figure just, for them. I don't think they're planning to lose anyone. Uh, they're bringing in at least Sané. They'll probably bring in some others, no doubt. Um, so are they the team to be next season? Can yeah, we see I anyone so. challenging them? I I think they need a new centre back. Boateng seems mm. to be getting on a bit, and Schuler came on, and he just yeah. Was I mean, not obviously, was it Alaba's been playing centre back yeah. for most? And I mean, he's more traditional left yeah. back. He doesn't need to play I left back so. now. They've got uh, pa- Davies and, and also uh, Benjamin pa- Pavard. Pavard. Yeah, he plays. But they will, right, back, they, right back, they will yeah. just get new players in. Yeah, yeah. I think they are because there was no chance any team in Europe would have beat them this year. So next year with a few reinforcements, and what does it matter if they have bad. a bad defense if they're scoring eight goals? Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't, yeah like, you can oh, score, we'll like, just score more. It's like old Liverpool. It was just yeah. it was just who scores the most, right? Yeah, and, and normally just, it was them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they will be the team to beat. So team to beat is Bayern Munich. So we'll uh, have a little quick discussion about the Europa League final. Uh, I mean, I feel like it was one of those games you kind of forgot that it was even happening. Yeah, I mean, I think the same... as an English fan, I think after Man United got knocked out. Uh, and, Wolves. and Wolves, you kind of, I mean, it's one of those competitions you can kind of lose interest in, which sounds bad. That's but like, well, last year you had the All English final, yeah, the All English and final, it changed it completely. It does. It made it um, an interesting game to watch, but and it was on a Friday night, uh, like eight o'clock kickoff. It's you know, yeah. I don't no, think it's I the best agree. time as for a but game as well. That, I, I was too old by half time. It probably... So it was actually a good game. <laughs> it was three two to the end uh, in the end to Sevilla. Um, that was there. I think I think it's extending their own record to six. Uh, Europa League Europa League FC um, yeah. so I mean fantastic for them I think they're fourth in about five or six years as well yeah well, uh, they did the three in the row they did the three in the row uh, Unai Emery. Emery yeah um, but I think uh, Inter Milan are probably the more exciting team to discuss I mean that sounds weird to say the, the losers, losing team yeah. are more exciting but um, as we're you know obviously we're in England we're fans of you know you got they've got Lukaku they've got Ericsson which are exciting right. players to watch for us the uh, only players to ever on. lose Champions League's Final and uh, Europa League final in two successive yeah. years. It would have been I mean, in the space of a year if you can you know, take the man out of Tottenham. You can't take the Tottenham out of the man. I mean, thanks, can, lad. Bible. You can take <laughs> the Tottenham support away from the man because Ericsson did not did not leave the club that 
uh, gracefully, uh, did he? No, mm. no, like realistically. But so, no, but um, but no, like, Inter Milan. Basically, uh... well done for losing. <laughs> As I, I don't really mind him, but I'm happy he lost. <laughs> sort of Such a salty Tottenham fan. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Inter Milan team. If they can so, keep yeah. hold of Conte, Obviously, I mean, Conte's that was it. They've got manager. Lukaku yeah. scored something like 34 goals this season, first which is probably the most since Ronaldo. Yeah, oh, uh, really? original Ronaldo. He's the first player to do it. First player since R9 to do that for Inter Milan. Yeah, so he's had a fantastic season, which I think you know. I mean, I was happy to see. Yeah, no, he deserves it. He's a very good striker. He just he was a classic kind of English and player. And in the Champions League next it's... year, which I think yeah. will be, you know, I think they spent so much money last year, even though, I mean, I can't remember if they started in the Champions League and got, you know, knocked down, down off. But um, so it'll be very exciting to see how they improve this summer. And yeah, mm. as you say, Conte, I think, is a big figure. I think I've heard stuff about him possibly moving on, but I'm not sure it's why. So He's sad. only been there a year or something. It, I don't know why he would. It's very to what happened at Chelsea, from what I've read, is if he doesn't get the exact backing, he strops and he goes, no, not doing it, kind of thing. Like at Chelsea, he wanted, uh, I think he wanted, was it Arcadi or someone? He wanted someone and he got Morata. Mm. And obviously, well, that worked out really well yeah. for Chelsea. And I think it's kind of the same there, where the first season he got backed quite nicely, he got the players he mm. wanted, and now he's asking for more players and they're a bit more... Yeah, I mean, I think they spent so much last year, I can't, especially with Italy, they seem to struggle in Italy spending... Yeah. I mean, if you're not Juventus, like AC Milan constantly seem to be struggling with signing yeah, players. With players. And, um, the other thing is also next year, are they going to lose Martinez, their striker? So Lotaro uh, Martinez. Yeah, yeah, who's been linked to Barcelona linked and now Barcelona, Suarez being linked elsewhere as yeah. well. Like, if they lose him, he's a big striker. I know Lukaku was getting the goals this year, but that's a big player to lose. Uh, so, final point in Europa League. Max, as our resident Spurs fan... <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to see Tottenham like compete for the Europa League, or is it? How do you feel about the tournament as a whole? So um, obviously, I want to win a fucking trophy, <laughs> but I yeah, it's it's just a bit depressing. It's like it's like coming getting into the final of the Champions League, and then next year I'm meant to be excited about the, you know winning the Europa <laughs> away League. days in Slovenia. Oh yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a negative thing. But in, during the season, I wanted Tottenham not to get into Europa League. I wanted us to finish low enough that we wouldn't get it because like we got we I and mean, we got to do the playoffs as well. Uh, Harry Kane is going to be playing every bloody game for like constantly um, with no breaks. He always gets injured, and we're just going to do the same thing with it's no backup again. Yeah, it's yeah. just going to happen again, and, we're and gonna it's going to be a more condensed season as well. Which yeah. Is gonna... Do you not think? I think we spoke about this uh, last time or the time before. Do you not think that's going to be an easy way for you to get Champions League next season though? Because like, do you see Tottenham getting top four? Only I can see Tottenham winning the Europa before they get top four. Uh, I think the, the typical thing has happened. Even doesn't matter how good Tottenham have done in the past five years. We just have one bad season, and then players like Chelsea fans like you are just writing us off like, oh, it's no, just no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not writing Tottenham off as their I bad that, team. So I'm the, saying there are other teams that have other clubs that have improved their first team so, so much more. <laughs> I saw the other day. It was um, either either you or, or one of our friends, Bradley. Uh, said, oh, I could see any of these teams winning it this year. Mm. Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Liverpool. I was like, oh, so all the good teams other than Tottenham. Great. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but when Tottenham come to the league, like, you, you've chosen the top four there that could win it this season. I think that's a fair thing to say. United ended last season. I don't on... think we were right off. To win th- the league, I don't think I don't. Th- I don't think we're going to win the league. But I think if you're if you're giving United a chance to win the league, we're up there with United. I, I if if Mourinho gets some signings in that suit the way that he plays, because he is a manager that wins trophies, then maybe maybe. But I think there are four, maybe five, 
Arsenal get a few centre backs in, maybe you six better Arsenal? teams. <laughs> oh my god! Right, no, no, I think Tottenham are better. You're just than trying Arsenal, to annoy me, but now. But let's if, move if Tottenham, on. If right, uh, yeah. Before we go off on too much tangent, sorry, uh, sorry. let's let's bring it close to that section. You caused that. Uh, yeah, that I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't know Tottenham <laughs> inspired people that much. This is, this is what I get <laughs> yeah. for being on a podcast with Chelsea fan. Like, it's, there's never going to be an agreement. Right. Uh, we'll draw it close to the first section and we'll move on to the boxing. Okay, so moving on, uh, we'll talk about obviously Dillian White. Uh, had his fight this past weekend. So throughout August, uh, there's been this fight camp, which uh, I assume you're both aware. Uh, yeah. Eddie Hearn, obviously with no crowds allowed or anything, he's decided to host boxing in his own back garden. Well, I imagine having uh, a like that. I'm, I yeah, that. I think it's very lucky that Eddie Hearn lives in a massive mansion where he can uh, host events like that. But as you know, fan, as a fan so of boxing, cool. it's it's good to you know. Still it looks very boxing. cool. Uh, and also, I think what a lot of people appreciated. Uh, was that they didn't actually put any fake uh, crowd sounds in. So you could hear oh, the boxers yeah. and you could hear the people in the sound. sides kind of, you know, telling them like, you know, all the yeah, you could hear, you could hear the what to do, do this, do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that was it, good it insight was, for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And it was, it was nice to hear how much like the coach and the trainers still give input during the fight. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I always kind of thought kind of they get them there and then they talk to them in the corner. But in the fight, you'd think yeah, the fight constant. is in the zone. And that, but no, it yeah, is. Yeah, there's constant, constant feedback, constant advice. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it, was, it was good to watch. It was interesting. So, yeah, throughout August, there's been about, I think there's been about four or five events uh, Eddie Hearn's hosted, but obviously the big finale of that is Dillian White versus Garden. Alexander Povetkin. Uh, I think, yeah, Dillian White's one of those fighters, he's very likeable, and he's kind of had this weird career where it's something about a thousand days now he's meant to have been the number one contender. Yeah. And he still hasn't got a chance at a world title. Yeah, I feel so bad um, for him. He deserves a, a chance. But, I mean, he lost. So yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> so, obviously, everyone kind of expected it to be a, a bit of a routine win for him. You know, he's had about 10 victories on the bounce now. You just kind of expected yeah. it to happen. Uh, and it looked like it was going to happen for about the first four rounds. He was all over well, He Povetkin. got him down twice yeah. in the round got before down, he, yeah. he got knocked Absolutely out. dominated. Uh, I think Povetkin was really saved by the bell, literally. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Because he, he was. was down on his feet, managed to get up, and then the bell went, which really saved him. Uh, but then out of nowhere, the knockout comes. Uppercut. Uppercut. Clean. Mean left hand. I mean, yeah, I, just, I was amazed. I really just did not believe it when I saw it. I literally went to a frenzy. I was like, that is, I don't know. It yeah. shook me. I was like, I yeah, did yeah. not see that coming. Also, he was out cold. He was out cold. Like, he, was, was, he got back up like a minute later and he was still alone. Do you think it was shot. a lucky punch? I mean, no. I don't at that level, you can't yeah. be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a perfectly timed punch. Whether... Um, he knew it was going to knock him out to the state that it did. He knew that, that kind of punch. I mean, Kovetkin is down. a heavy hit. I mean, uh, yeah, do you remember that knockout he got on David Price? So yeah, the, uh, the only time yeah. I've been to boxing was uh, the Joshua Parker fight in Cardiff, and I, I was there. I saw the Kovetkin uh, Price, Price fight, fight. Um, which I mean, David Price. Up. Nobody really expected anything of him, but it was still, you know, it was a fucking. That heavy was David hit. and Goliath. <laughs> yeah, though. I mean, he's, he's still a big man, and um, Povetkin made short work of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. But uh, no, Vekin's so, a very good fighter. He deserves the but he's, respect. I think and, 40, 41 nearly. Yeah, maybe. and the fact that he's now the contender. Yeah. So, so Dillian White, White gets no chance against. So he'll have to work back for it. He's got to have a rematch. Uh, right? So what happens? Yeah, uh, originally, obviously, he was going to have his match with. If he won that, he would have gone on to fight the winner of uh, Fury Wilder three. But Which with the loss been... now, he has a rematch clause again for Vekin. Yeah. So we'll yeah, probably yeah. see a rematch between the two of those maybe by the end of this year, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. if, um, if, if White wins it, then it's going to be so dragged so out. So if White wins it, I think, I think if I White wins it, they, won't, they probably won't really go with it. I don't know the official rules and stuff, but I they can't imagine there will be a third. No. Um, I hope in the rematch White, win, White wins because I think that will be a much better fight against either Fury or Wilder. Yeah. I think Fury or Wilder, Wilder will... I mean, yeah, I think... 
slap against well, I, mean, I think Fury's going to destroy Wild. We would expect yeah, yeah, Fury you would assume to, so. But, you know, as we've seen, we can't predict stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because of that, it does mean there's a possibility we might see Fury Joshua uh, oh, sooner. Be because, uh, obviously, Fury <sighs> Wilder should be happening December, November. Uh, Joshua Pulev, I think, should be happening in November. Um so if those two both get their wins, then we could see that match happening and next year. And then White will fight the winner. Uh, yeah, yeah. That'll happen then. But yeah. Uh, I think Some an, good boxing coming yeah, up. Yeah. I think an issue of boxing, though, which Eddie Hearn's kind of pointed to, is that it does rely on the fans a bit more. It does. I think yeah, it, definitely, definitely. Like I mean, as much as football does, I think boxing, it does rely on the... <laughs> that noise was he's the gonna, chair. It's the chair, Toby wants out. to clarify. <laughs> that uh, got he looks embarrassed. Yeah, it was yeah, the chair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Eddie Hearn's kind of pointed to it. Is, I mean, he is... As we know, he's a, he's a money-making man, and I think that is why boxers all... Uh, at is. the end of the day, the boxers are there it's because like they want to make money. Yeah, um, yeah, And there is no... There's probably not as much money yeah. in Heavyweight no boxing, you like, can die, and not doing that for a lot of money yeah. is a I mean, bit they'll, less they'll, rewarding. They'll, you know, yeah. Obviously, pay-per-view figures, I don't know how they've done for fight cat. I mean, I'm not going to pretend and say I paid for the stream. Yeah, total sports uh, tech did a madness. Yeah, total <laughs> <sports> <laughs> <tech> <laughs> there, but... Um, other services are available. Yeah, but uh, pay, for, pay for your streams. God, if we ever make it big, now we got to delete this. Yeah, no, well done, shame. guys. <laughs> but, pay um, for your streams. But yeah, I th- so I, I mean, I hope we see those fights by the end of the year. Uh, there is a chance we might not. But you'd what you want a crowd, because also like Fury Joshua fight hmm. that at say I mean, Wembley it, or something like that. I mean, you never know. They'd probably end up doing it in Saudi Arabia. They probably would. But, but imagine that at Wembley. It like, would be the two. Two of the best British heavyweights of all time. Well, Joshua's, Joshua's having his next fight at Tottenham, so he should be at yeah, Tottenham yeah. If, yeah. if that goes ahead. Obviously, I can't imagine. I think it's scheduled for November 5th or something like that. Oh, but you play. can't imagine there's going to be a crowd of no, 70,000 or whatever well, it is. So, so, so what Tottenham fans have been told is they are going to try and get uh, fans back in for the Tottenham West Ham fixture, I think, so which when, is quite early on. Would they, yeah, it's limited fans. Yeah, I was going to say it would probably be like every five seats. Yeah, well... I don't really know because people come in families, you know. Oh, yeah, so I don't really know how true. it's going to work. But anyway, so I, I they, there probably would, there probably will be fans in there. It would just be. It's been uh, like it's in pictures, like concerts where it's all kind of yeah. boxed off. Hopefully they'll at least do that. But even that, that's you know a boxing fight. You want to be like, well, yeah. like I mean, cheering all I suppose this. If, yeah. if there's a limited seating, they are also going to charge in crazy amounts. Yeah, yeah. And well, they think will how much it normally going. is. Yeah. Well, the, you, like you seats don't forget they can because it's sixty thousand stadium and they can fill the pitch, which is. So it's going to be like it will be, yeah. It would have been like eighty thousand, but uh, now they will have to the, close a few of the close, yeah, 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 it's yeah, probably going to be like thirty thousand. I reckon still. that seems still ambitious. <laughs> but Ooh, I don't know. I mean, that's the, I feel like that gives enough space. That gives like one and a bit space between each seat. Yeah, you know. Yeah, oh, you'd hope because you know, like you said, boxing needs fans, and yeah, boxing does need fans. They, it, you, it did feel different watching it, and yeah. as much as we say it it's was nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mean it's the same with all sports, but yeah, I think boxing especially, it is two people. You know, spitting each other up. Yeah, and you I just want to see everyone be like, "Oh, I hit him harder." Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, getting back to fight camp, there was another fight uh, on Saturday. I don't know if either of you tuned in early enough to see it, but it was a uh, Katie Taylor, who is probably one of the biggest names at the moment in uh, female, female boxing, boxing, against Delphine Pursoon. Who, so the two of them originally fought uh, on the Joshua Ruiz undercard, um, mm-hmm. and that got a lot of attention because, to be honest. Um, from what I remember seeing of it, Delphine Pursoon completely destroyed Katie Taylor, yet she was still given the win. And she, yeah, she lost on the so cards, this, didn't she? Yeah, uh, and then this time round, it was a closer fight, I think it's fair to say. But uh, again, a lot of people, are, you know, going on social media after the fight, a lot of people are saying about 
Delphine Pursuing clearly, I mean, it just what, you it's think it's when rigged. You, that's what people are saying. Well, well, I mean, I, 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 I didn't, didn't watch. Uh, so Kate Taylor is signed with Eddie Hearn, I believe, in Matchroom. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it. Uh, I, thought this, I thought this time round, Pursuing said. Uh, I think Pursuing Pers- yeah, Pers- uh, kind of accepted it more than the first time, yeah. but Actually, I think she still feels robbed. Overall, it does give this. There's a very much a controversy of boxing where you do see lots of fights where people, you know, can claim it's rigged and it's. Because there's like it's uh, possible. So you get this. Uh, was it Canelo? Uh, Canelo Alvarez is yeah. one of the biggest names, and he's kind of got his own promotion. Um, uh, and same are, with Floyd Mayweather. Obviously, paid. I mean Floyd Mayweather's fantastic, and they're both fantastic boxers and stuff. But when they have their own companies running it, yeah. it's very much in their interest for them to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, it yeah, creates yeah, a certain you know question marks over the validity. Of I mean, the let's, let's, then let's there not be. There, <laughs> there have been fights let's, where play, boxers like Joshua. That was set yeah, up by enough. Uh, yeah. Joshua Ruiz, the first one. That was set up by Matram. Yeah, but let's let's not beat around the bush. Corruption exists. Yeah, and, and, and in all sports. In all sports, yeah. it happens. Yeah. Uh, we sometimes find out about it years after. We find, sometimes find out about it, about it soon after. We sometimes find out about it right as it happens and still nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, so God but knows how much yeah. actually goes on behind doors. It's not it's not good to like um, to, you know speculate. Yeah. But there's I'm I'm not doubting that when some people say, oh, you know, that could have been rigged, I think, oh, it could it have. could have been. Yeah, yes. like, you know, it could have been, so. But he's got hope that it doesn't. Um, yeah. And yeah, I found a note on, so, uh, my mum, every time I tell her I've made a podcast, she will say to me, Matt, you've not done women's sport, and that's why I wanted to bring up uh, Katie Taylor. Classic, classic. Oh, But that's why I felt I need to bring up Katie Taylor. Um, and also with, Hi, I Matt's mum. Women's boxing and <laughs> uh, women's, like, MMA and stuff, I think that is one of these sports where, I think people are giving an equal kind of credibility to Ooh, female and, and male uh, and competition. The Women's World Cup, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching uh, that next I think it's well, good that we're seeing kind of a more, people are seeing it more as a, an equal sport. To like, be you know, fair, like that. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, women's sport is growing. Yeah, and no, it is getting to the point now where it is. But it is but do you know what? Like, I think it's because the quality is improving. The quality is improving. Yeah. Because and I think I've, there is I've more money being yeah, given to it. And it's it, yeah. now producing no, it's money growing. as well. And it's yeah. very good that it's growing because it is. As a sports fan, it's just nice to have more sports yeah, on I, TV. I, I just like another World Cup. <laughs> yeah. <sports. Yeah. laughs> While lockdown was on, it was anything on TV yeah. I watched. But it's even, even though Women's World Cup was way before lockdown, I was, and I was pretty damn interested. It was the first year I've actually showed an interest only because, you know, it's, it's never normally broadcast as much as it was yeah. this time. Exactly. Um, and yeah, it's, I, it's a spiral, isn't it? More yeah. broadcast, more money, Although better quality. I hated that USA won, because, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want them to win anything, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I do yeah. think the quality is improving, because you, there's an undeniable... It doesn't matter who you are, you can't deny the quality has been previously a lot worse than men's football. Yeah, mm. yeah it has yeah. been. You can't deny it. it but that's just the it pool of people that but go it, into but it, it is, is so but much it larger, is, you're going to get better it players. It is improving. And now it's becoming more and more interesting of a sport. Yeah. You know? no, I think that's with all sports. Uh, so, right, we'll bring a, bring a close to this section and move on to our final section, which will be the start of a new segment of Unpopular Opinion. Moving on to the final topic, and this is a new segment uh, called Unpopular Opinions. So we've spoken to some of the listeners to get their views. Uh, starting up with Bradley Whiteman, who says that they should introduce a salary cap to the Premier League. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you all those details. Uh, but he says they should introduce a salary cap to the Premier League. Uh, this obviously comes after they've introduced that for League One and League Two in England. Uh, and obviously you've got a few leagues. I think uh, the Chinese League have it, the MLS have it. So it is a thing that can be done. Um, and obviously all the rugby, <laughs> Premier League, uh, American sports all have salary caps. So it is doable. 
But uh, how would you guys see it fitting into the Premier League? Uh, how what what sort of salary cap are we doing? You well, know, just a salary cap. Because we can't you say the Chinese it. league do it, but what, so when the they offering bail league, a million a week? No, so the Chinese league before. have a thing of. Oh, that was before. Uh, I think it's a limit on foreign players. So you can only have three or four foreign players. Uh, I think it's three foreign players in the starting eleven, and five in the squad, um, and I, they can be paid anything. And then you can't have any foreign goalkeepers as well. I um, don't think same with the MLS cap, designated players and stuff. I don't feel. I think it'd be a stupid idea. A salary cap is you're 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 weighing up what you think is more important, the competition within a league, and making that more equal. And you're weighing that up with. Do you still want to be able to compete against Europe. internationally Europe, yeah. European yeah. teams? Yeah, okay. And I think if you put that in the Premier League, you know, English teams are just now getting back to the point where they haven't been mm. for the last kind of, I don't know, seven, eight years of being able to compete at the high level in Europe. Now you've got Liverpool back in there, you've got City, which should be. And, uh, and Tottenham, Tottenham got Champions League final. final. Thank you very much, Toby. Nice fluky way in. I could see you were just you were gnawing at your teeth not to say <laughs> I think it. Lex like, likes to bring up Tottenham in every segment. Well, yeah. no, if you're show, talking about uh, competing in, in Europe, there, well, you, got, you, can't, are, you can't not. I think for the, the money to stay in English football as well, obviously it However, benefits the teams that know, are making it. Well, I've just realised Tottenham play their players, they pay their players fucking nothing. So that's yeah. another good point, you know. Maybe that Tottenham wouldn't actually still, affect Tottenham Tottenham could still uh, do yeah. well, yeah. yeah. I, I think a salary cap... I don't... I, no, I'm not, I wouldn't support so, it. But you're right, it, we wouldn't compete with the Giants in Europe. I think one thing yeah. I'm questioning is, obviously they've introduced it in League 1 and 2. Is that going to then create a bigger gap between... So there's already a massive gap between the Championship and the Premier League. There's probably quite a big gap between the Championship and League 1. Is yeah. that gap going to just be extended? Yeah, I don't know, what, bigger, I don't know yeah. what the wage is. Uh, and I assume in League One, the way the differences in like uh, team salaries isn't that you know massive no, they're, compared they're, they're to what it is paid. in the Premier League. Obviously, yeah. you got United at the top probably on like over a billion or whatever, and then you've got <laughs> yeah. Fulham or someone at the bottom now that aren't, uh, that aren't paying any, like their top players probably earning less than Man United's. Yeah, least and also high. putting it in, it would have to be a phased process. You couldn't just say mm. to United cut your salary in half. Yeah. Like uh, it would so have to be get down a little bit this year, get down a little bit that year, yeah. and then at that point. What are United meant to do with the money that they're being given? Because mm. they also been given stupid amounts by their sponsors. You could say, yeah, they could buy better players and make the league better that way. They're not paying them the money. Mm. They're they're not going to want to come. They've got they lose half their pool factor. I think it would be very hard to. I don't, I don't know how it works in America. Obviously, they've got like the NBA have their salary caps and stuff. But mm. I don't. I guess they maybe were built into the creation of the league, so that was always yeah. part of it. Yeah. So um, I just I've got just got the numbers up. So the limits on the salaries for League One in a year is two point five million, which right? is probably less than a week. And then of... League Two, yeah. Yeah, Man United, is one point five million. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I, it would be so so difficult to put in to yeah. I think the, the only Premier League, way which is the most expensive, would be to in have the, the current start the limit at the like highest point where you know nobody's at that and then bring it down each year so this is and what yeah, it, they're aware of they have to cut that budget but so it averages out in league one that each player on average would be getting 1.7 grand a week and league two would be getting one grand a week so yeah. if a player currently earns three thousand a week at ipswich for example uh, then only one he could only get 1.7 grand mm. yeah so this thing what you're saying there hp though is you've got players that are on uh, say you're saying one player cannot earn more than 300k a week. 
you've got Ozil on a 350k a week contract. You tell him in the next three years, say, mm. I don't know how long he has left in his contract, say he has five years, just theoretically, and he, you say to him in three years it has to go down, he signed a contract that says he can keep it till then. Another so you'd thing have to is do it from the new players like coming in. Ozil would end up really punishing the clubs. You know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And players like Bale, for example. Say, say we say there was a player like Bale, or who, was who they it? want to get off their wage books, yeah, but just stays at the club. Yeah, some some the players that refuse to play, you know, um, and are taking the wages mm. anyhow, will end up seriously damaging a club's possibility of because they can't just take the cash hit and get a new player, yeah. they'd be stuck with that. Uh, you know? I mean, you can't... Uh, I mean, again, going with American sports, because that's the only place we've really seen salary caps working, there is ways to, like, <laughs> cut the player from your wage bill, but then you've still got to take that hit and yeah. build yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, you've got to pay um, them off. And I guess one thing that it'll do is... Yeah, I think why it works in America is they've not got promotion and relegation. Yeah. And I think, you know, it would create the... It would make the gap in the Premier League smaller, but I don't the know if it would Yeah, the would... international gap would... Grow. And the in between the different in the different leagues, the different leagues within England, it would be a more enforced gap. If anything. And yeah. what we were saying before, would you get an example of some cheeky clubs doing a Saracens and mm. paying mm. some South so, African yeah. fields? So let's say Fulham this season, names. they've got promoted. They probably had one of the highest wages in the Championship anyway, but they get promoted mm. to the Premier League, where they've now got one of the lowest. They can spend all the money this year trying to build up to be as good. But then next year, if they get relegated, they've got to then slash that wage, and it, it yeah. creates difficulties well, of trying to like fit you say, your current say, rules. Say of the there's league. a say there's a shock relegation from who's one of the big clubs in the uh, in Can the I championship just say this quickly. season. Smell yeah. the top of this beer. If that isn't the most disgusting smelling beer yeah, I've ever smelled in my life, what is going on? It's kind of Foster's. Uh, we, we, <laughs> yeah. don't, we don't like to it's attack labels oh here. Oh my god, but... is that out of date? Fosters. Do you know what I'm worrying? Jacob might have left this at mine, and then uh, that makes perfect yeah, maybe. sense. Anyway, carry on. Um, yeah, you've got. Say you have a big, big team in the championship, and they have a shock relegation down to League One. Like obviously, they're going to lose players because they're a big team, mm. and big players want to play in the big league. But you'll have some players which are like. You know, like die-hard contract. Someone like Jack Grealish. If yeah. Villa get got relegated, there's a small chance he would want to stay with the club. I mean, when Fulham got relegated, we kept Mitrovic and Kenny, yeah. who were going to be on pretty high wages for the championship, and they wouldn't be able to keep them, no, because they couldn't afford to. And that's that kind of would that get rid of some? Although it would promote loyalty because you have teams going down, and they'd be like, "All right, I'll take a wage mm. cut." But you know, these players are players. They're playing at the top level of sport. Yeah. They do, they do earn money, and it's. Yeah, yeah, I think idealistically it would work, but uh, as I say, in America you've got like the NBA. Players aren't going to be like, oh, if I'm not going to get paid as much here, they've got nowhere else to go. Yeah. In if they don't want to get paid as much in the Premier League, they can go to Spain. Yeah, go to and Spain. I think there's, Germany, there's too many. There's yeah. too much going on in European football yeah. that would stop a salary cap work. I don't think it would work the unless it became a the universal it, European yeah. salary cap, which you think. Well, that's, that's the thing in rugby yeah. is that's, that's in, never going to happen. They, English players, like players that play in. The quality of the English rugby union leagues isn't what it was in the sense that the best players, not the English best players, because if you don't play in England and you're English, mm. you don't get selected for the national team, so English players have an incentive to stay. But other nationalities, the best players go elsewhere because the English Premier League does have that wage mm. cap. Yeah. And would that be what happens here? And like, the Premier League is the best league in the world and we're going to lose some of the best players that or not lose them but never get them yeah yeah. you have and players that dream of playing the Premier League you know if the dream's for 100k less a week I'd take the 100k yeah. more and go <laughs> elsewhere yeah 
I completely agree. Are we all in agreement? So I think we're pretty yeah. in agreement that you know it, it would be great, but it just there's no way a nice it idea but couldn't work. Um, the second opinion we have is from Alfie Osborne, who says that England will win the next World Cup, but for ease of sake, we're going to talk about England and the Euros next year, uh, just because it's a more immediate tournament. Um, I'm inclined to agree with that, to be honest. I think they could. I know not they will. Not they will, but I think. You know, based on okay, you can look at the last World Cup and say England did amazing, <laughs> kind of, but we had a very easy run. Yeah. It wasn't really we weren't put to our strengths, but I think the English team has improved so much since that World Cup. Like you had Trent, Ale- Trent Alexander Arnold didn't play in that World Cup, yeah, uh, really. But then you got Maguire that's just gone downhill. Yeah, centre back. Yeah, no, uh, John Gomez is a very good centre back. You've got people you like, yeah, and people like him. Nathan Ake is going to spend a year at Man City now, who, which who can only you, surely do him he's good. Dutch. Who would you put? He as... is Dutch. Why do I always pick? He is Dutch. What? Who would you put as? Who would you put as our right back for England now? Trans. No, no question. Uh, yeah, left yeah. back is the more, but I mean left yeah. back. You have got Ben Chilwell. He's not really got any competition. At the Chelsea, thing is, he's the thing is for though. right back, we have so many. Right well, back. Well, it's him Trent, or Wan Bissaka. And I think got, it's, uh, it's Trent Bissaka Walker. Yeah, yeah. Trippier's gone off to a left co Madrid. I don't know how he's, amazing. Yeah. He's, done better. Carl, he's done better. Carl Walker yeah. could get put in. He's had a very good season this season. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think Man City fans rave about him, actually. It's because yeah, it's, they do. Walker is kind of like a, a mix of good defensive yeah. and can go forward. Yeah. But, and also, and if you need that yeah, in the game, you'd put un- him in. Undeniably, but, you're going to put Trent in. Yeah, but, uh, yeah well, no, uh, but if you're playing a team that has like a very, very attacking team and you need a defender that stays back and is very good, you think I think England's team has changed a lot since. So in the World Cup, we played five at the back with Walker playing centre back. That isn't going to happen this time because no. we've got such an attacking talent yeah you need the you, you can't, we, we, we've got too many attackers yeah also. you can't um yeah that's, that's what i think we're gonna win you know rashford sancho you've got rashford sterling rashford kane. might not play you've got sterling who's probably with the best english player currently yeah you've got harry kane who's gonna score goals jaden sancho who yeah could, is Vardy you know, still is he retired from national team uh, now? oh yeah he, he, is. Is he did say something at one point i mean he'll play yeah, he'll he, come back he'll if we need him. another yeah. 20 plus goal season i mean i don't know if yeah. he gets selected because danny ings danny ings you've got <laughs> danny ings you've got rashford you've got greenwood Mason He'll get selected. Was he was top score, goal scorer last year. What, Jamie? Yeah, but is Jamie Vardy going to repeat that at 34? Oh, he did it at 33. Yeah, he did it at 33. He did it. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, no, Harry, Harry Kane's so also getting on, so it's a good thing. Who that would, is, out of interest, if, if it was this season, if you're playing three in the middle, who would be your th- three midfielders? Yeah, I think the, the middle is weirdly is England's weakest the kind point. Of Grealish, yeah, it is. The Grealish, Madison, Mount None debate. of them are proven. I'm, I'm telling you so now, like... I would not be playing Grealish in the Euros. No? no. I, I wouldn't trust him against I, I, Europe. I would like to see him at a better team. Tested, yeah. I'd like to see him at better yeah. team to see how he is. Yeah. I think it has to be... Right now, you could not play Grealish. Uh, Grealish and think that we could win the Euros. No, 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 no. Yeah. But I think I, he's, he deserves a shout to be in that midfield. He deserves he's, a chance. Oh, I think it would I probably know. be he's, Henderson. He's, he's not in my Madison. You know how I fam- want to say Mount famously. Too attacking, I, I yeah. don't rate Henderson, but I would definitely but play Henderson over Grealish. I think oh, yeah, Henderson <laughs> is percent going to be in that England midfield. I think it's weird. England have got this pretty like amazing defense, really. Uh, based on like fullbacks, yeah. amazing attack, and then you've got this midfield where, it's... other than Jordan Henderson, you couldn't really predict who's going to start. Winks, there. Winks also. Yeah, he deserves. Yeah. He I, I think obviously you've said Tottenham have had such a bad season that everyone's kind of written them off, but actually yeah. there are some good players. Yeah, and also there. it's about how they play uh, next year. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. That um, is the key point. We're gonna. Yeah, we're, I, think, I think. It doesn't matter what players, we say but... this year. Next year could be a whole different. Could be thing. a whole different. Game. Trent. Trent could have a fucking absolute shitter. Yeah. 
He yeah. could do, he play I mean, awful. He you never know. I know. I, I, he's, yeah, he he's not going to. But I'm saying in high. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you know, Wamba Saka is good enough that he could. Yeah, we could after the season. There, but like, yeah. fair enough, he should be like because he's yeah. a more defensive player anyway. So what are we think? And we think there's uh, a good chance. Yeah. Well, who think, else? Who else? Could so do it? yeah, we've got France. So France, the current holders. No, Portugal current holders. France current World Cup holders. Both teams, obviously, that we there are capable. Germany, obviously, with Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, stuff like that. Chelsea, Chelsea duo. Chelsea, uh, we're going to give Poland a whack at it with Lewandowski. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have go with probably not. I mean, not. It'll, it'll make it into my fantasy team. But that's yeah, yeah. yeah. For the group stages. Yeah. Um, um, so Germany, Belgium, Denmark, kind of constantly have under a form. couple of decent players now as well. I don't, I don't know if I put them to win the Euros. No, though, they're not going to win someone else. Yeah, yeah we so really need to win someone else. He's still in love with Ericsson. No, you know, I just said I hate Ericsson. Yeah, I think there's a lot of competition, but I do think... You know, I mean, we're going to look like idiots in a year's time, but England I have think, a good as chance as any. Yeah, I think there's no a reason to doubt it. Second only Portugal and France, and, and, <laughs> and until we knocked yeah. out, until we Belgium. get knocked out, we're going to win it. That's yeah. what the mentality you've got. I, I, I think there's the odds. The bookies will give good odds on England. It's the only time me and you will ever cheer together. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I don't know, Arsenal losing, we're kind of on the same page. Oh, I mean, yeah, well, when I <laughs> when I went to watch the uh, FA Cup final with uh, with you, I was I was happy to wear a Chelsea shirt, mate, um, just <laughs> as long as Arsenal lose, but they didn't, sadly. Um, um, right, is that, I think that's all we've got for this week. So, again, that's a very inconclusive. Though. Inconclusive. That's, could win, yeah. but might not. There <laughs> yeah. you go. As with all things. Uh, <laughs> you've heard it here first. Cutting edge decisions <laughs> over pints and pastimes. Um, so, thank you for joining us once again. Um, Obviously, we had a little break before, but we'll have another episode coming out later this week of our Fantasy Premier League special. Uh, if you go onto our Twitter, you can find a link to join that league. Uh, I think we've got about 60 people stuff. so far. We'll have some transfer discussion in there because uh, there's stuff coming in constantly on our phones right now. Um, so that'll be out later this week. But for now, thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.